Progress. Hello. 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 Check, check. Check, check, check. Like, check after the pod starts. <laughs> As we do. And that's because we're professional. We're the most professional people you could possibly. I'm doing some noises. I'm so sorry. I'm corporate. I'm corporate now, baby. Like, baby, I'm corporate. Um, I got a DM today, a message asking if I would um videotape myself burping for somebody speaking of noises at the microphone yeah and i'm gonna tell everyone right now i would sooner show my entire asshole really yeah than burp than then be like hey johnny here's 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 what you asked for burping on camera and sending it i feel like that's something you even i would i would do i would do a burp no no i don't i would i'll show feet i'll show hole and that hole is my mouth burping <laughs> <laughs> that hole is me blowing bubbles. I'm blowing bubbles over here. Bubbles is a guy I used to blow. Well, hi. <laughs> bubbles is a guy I used to blow. That's a. I think that's an old old joke that people have told on stage, but no. like as crowd work. Uh uh-uh. uh Yeah, I've heard it. No, you just came up with it. No, I've heard it. Post it. Post it. Say it's yours. <laughs> Get it's, people mad. That would be funny. Um, well, the thing I was going to ask you about, uh, as a, as a Swifty, as yeah. a diehard Swifty, what is your opinion on how people are big mad about the, uh, the Joe Coy Golden Globes? Oh, what? Okay. You, for our listeners, why don't you explain that people are mad because he said, yeah, why don't you, why don't you give a rundown of, of that? Well, I mean, people are mad because it was terrible, yeah. I think. So Joe Coy, who is a comedian that sells out arenas. Mm-hmm. um got he said he got asked to do the golden globes 10 days before it started that's crazy or before it aired or whatever doesn't that make you feel better that like oh everyone's like that because sometimes i'm so last minute with things i'm doing i'm like why did i put that off but then when i hear i'm like oh everyone's just like that everyone's 100 percent like that but then i also had a little like you know, we would do the roast for like character roasts, and I would always write the jokes week of. Like, I would spend the time like researching yeah. it, writing it week of. It must be a team of people. It's not. And my jokes were fucking good. Yeah, <laughs> it's not just. It can't just be him writing right. everything. It's uh, not the academy, but whoever puts it on. There's gotta be writers they hire. Or him being like, "Hey, I'm a millionaire. Why don't we bring my writing?" It's. Do you think he's selling out arenas, new hours all the time, and no writers? Yeah, no help. So, he uh. I thought the worst joke was the one about how Oppenheimer was about a book that was 700 pages long, blah, blah, blah. And then Barbie was a movie about boobies. And I was like, damn. So that tells me he did not see the movies. Yeah. It was just like, you couldn't have come up with anything better than that. It's pretty bad. Anything. I didn't. I'll be honest. I did not watch the Golden Globes. Um, I watched the the monologue and I, the Taylor Swift joke, I think, wasn't in the monologue. Okay. I think it was later but it was like he said it was making fun of the nfl but everybody was like oh she's mad because she got her phone out and i'm like i'd have my phone out at a show too if it was yeah. this bad what what was the joke something about them not putting not uh, videotaping her maybe let me right. see um here while you're looking that up okay uh a funny oh. thing to me when you talked about posting this when we said you should post the street joke mm-hmm. i want to post a clip tomorrow that's me on stage being like Y'all, I'm higher than giraffe pussy right now. No. And, and and then put in the comments, I'm so pumped about this new joke I just wrote. That's pretty funny. But 
with a certain person would a certain person who uh does tell that joke on stage um be upset the thing is i have seen like seven people tell that joke on stage so oh so you don't think it's just one person no 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 i don't i don't think of just one person i think of like multiple people oh i think of one person and i'm not gonna say their name because i don't feel like editing it out um okay she found it let's see also by the way listeners we are in person right now can you tell can you feel the electricity through your headphones we are reunited we're reunited we have our first guest on the pod um (laughs) She's here with me now. Her name is Cadence. You may recognize her from her viral internet sensation of a video. The 15-year-old chihuahua with eight teeth, and they all smell like poop. They're all all made of poop. Her teeth are legally made of poop. Did I tell you a second tooth fell out? So I showed you the picture, the big tooth, but then just another little tooth fell out. No, what's it look like? Um, You can take a picture and send it to me? I will. I mean, it wasn't impressive. It looks like... Like the tip of a candy corn. It's very small. Oh, man. That's a gray beautiful. little candy corn. I'm glad it's coming out. She's coming out. Okay. Joe Coy said, the big difference between the Golden Globes and the NFL, at the Golden Globes, we have fewer camera shots of Taylor Swift. A, pa- a camera panned to Swift, who looked completely unbothered, and took a sip of her drink. I don't think she was mad. I think it just wasn't that... Like, I don't think she was paying attention. I don't think she was paying attention. Also... Do we know that wasn't, I mean, it's live, I guess, right? How live is it? I think it's live. Oh, I just don't think she was paying attention. No. It's not that funny that you're going to (laughs) go. But like, I guess she could have like smile or something, but she probably like wasn't paying. If the show so far was not being good, she was not good. She was probably just not paying attention. Well, the whole setup and up to the end, she doesn't hear her own name till the last thing. So like if somebody was like Tamar Rubin, that would get your attention. You might hear the joke. If you're not listening, the only thing that's going to perk your ears up is your name, yeah. which is the punchline that no one's laughing at. Yeah. Um, and then Joe Coy said, I got nieces that I, uh, what hurts me the most is just supporting Taylor. I support her. I love her work. I got nieces that bought, I bought tickets for. There's no little ill intent in that. The joke was about the NFL and how they keep using cutaways to her. Yeah. I don't think that's that. I don't think that's very edgy of a joke. It wasn't edgy. It just it wasn't, wasn't edgy good. at all. It was just like fine. Yeah. It feels like classic, like um, award show commenting on current events. I mean, like if you only had 10 days, I think you could have done better. I feel like you and I in a room for 10 days, oh, yeah, we yeah. could have done better. We could have gone through. We could have done it. And we would have hired like three people, three of our friends. Yeah. Like, okay, here it's, we're breaking up the movies into sections. We're breaking up the celebrities into sections. Yeah. Go at it. And then we'll have a little powwow and, and we'll give them all two drink tickets <laughs> and uh, buy them a pizza. The only joke that seemed to hit was the one about Robert De Niro having a baby at 80. Like, that made him laugh, it seemed That's like. Funny. But I'd be laughing too if I was 80. Yeah. And, and, and fucking. Fucking. <laughs> fucking be like, yeah. What is this cosmic joke I'm involved in? He doesn't even have to be in the baby's life when it starts being an annoying teenager. You don't even have to be alive when the baby stops loving you. It's perfect. It's uh, like my Uncle Bob who's having a, another child at 69. <laughs> Good age. Nice. Good Real age. nice. Wait, so was he bombing up there with people not laughing? People are not laughing. And you could, because he's got these nice, he's got the big bright teeth that you get when you're, you get enough money. Um, His lips were just sticking to him. Like, like oh, physiologically, you could funny. like, oh, maybe not other people, but a comedian, guy. you know, when your mouth gets dry and there's nothing you can, like, you could tell, like he needed that little bottle of water on a stool. <laughs> I am. Um, I wonder how, I mean, I bet he's going to write 
something about it excusing like being like what happened this is his chris rock the slap yeah this is his louis ck this this jerk off because like, this is his <laughs> jerk off yeah that's so funny we hold he's getting the same treatment as like a man who was sexually harassing women i mean my one hope is you know not against him personally but i really hope that every commenter who's ever written women aren't funny goes under his and goes i guess men aren't either they but the thing is katie they never will they won't they'll just be like a fluke a fluke a fluke um what was i gonna say you know who i did think was really funny hosting who is not funny really anymore ricky gervais yeah, he's a little bit more biting. Like, the jokes were better. Whenever he hosted, it was very funny. And they seen a lot of celebrities did not like it, but his jokes were it was very roasty, which I'm like, is that, why is that even supposed to be what it is? Like, he'd go in pretty hard, but um, they were funny. But, like, why do they need, uh, I guess, why, is it a comedy program, or is it, like, you have to have comedy so that people tune in for any reason? Because otherwise it's like, not watching. here's any, this, but... here's this. Yeah, and why is it so... Yeah, I mean, it could be a tough thing to write for, especially if you're not trying to... Because that joke felt so tame, and I'm like, I wonder if all the jokes were tame. Well, it's like ABC or something, too. But then when you're tame, you run into the value of, like, like saying Barbie was about boobies. I'm like, that's just... That's, like, literally... That's nothing to do with... Like, you're better off saying Wolf of Wall Street was about boobies. Yeah. I mean, you're trying not to say anything. It's like, all right, well, you it's really clear you did not see the movie, and you wrote that. You thought that right before you went on stage. You're like, woman movie, boobies, okay. Yeah. It was it was rough to watch. And I'm like, it's kind of funny, like even at the pinnacle of your your comedic, you know, fame. Yeah. Selling out stadiums. Funny. Nobody knows who he is in that room. They are all like, they don't know. Who, they don't know who anyone is. Yeah. Yeah. So I think like, I mean, because I guess he doesn't have a TV show. He did have a movie mm-hmm. that I worked with somebody and they said it was um, terrible. The environment. He's like, the movie's bad. Oh. And I said, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I just watched the the trailer for it and I went, yeah, he was right. This does look bad. Um, damn, I do not envy. Could you imagine being two minutes into the Golden Globes? It's probably the biggest, I mean, I wouldn't say offer, the biggest, most mainstream thing, mm-hmm. you know, because obviously stadiums and shit like that is a bigger comedy. I don't know. The most mainstream thing. And can you imagine being five minutes in and you're bombing and what you do? Yeah. I would have to fully disassociate. I mean, I feel like he might have been because, like, he definitely, like, I think, like, poise is huge. Yeah, you know what I mean? And then, bombing. yeah. And then he was like, these are my writer's jokes. And I'm like, I'm not as offended by. That's funny. He said that on stage. Yeah. He was like, I, I didn't funny. write. He was the ones you're laughing at, I wrote. And I'm like, which ones? <laughs> which ones, sir? Um, but yeah, that was, uh, didn't even watch the rest of the the program. I just saw that part. And imagine I have so much empathy because imagine you know when you do a show, you don't do well on a show. Yeah, and then you have I've to been like, there. You have to go. I've done it like once maybe, but like okay. then you have to like go to the bathroom or waiting for someone, and there's all the people standing there, and you're just like trying not to look at anyone. So mm-hmm. you don't wanna, and like it's like annoying to have to like try to. You don't want to interact with people because you don't want to have anyone be like good set. You're like no. Imagine having that experience and then being around Brad Pitt, Taylor Swift pedro pascal the most famous people in the fucking world oh that's so fun like i didn't even think of that angle you're like so excited i would be like oh my god we'll have literally i'll have something to talk about with goddamn all these with meryl street because i just fucking hosted the thing she was at Mm -hmm. and i see her she'll come up and be like and we you know there's this 
and then do you even go to the after party that's the thing because if i have a bad enough set i'm out the back door i'm pissing in the alley if i had to go to the bathroom i don't want to see anybody and like that's the whole thing it's like the whole point of being there is to see and be seen so it's like you you have i'm sure there was not even an option where it's like you're going to the after party but then also the flip side is everybody here is um I don't want to say fake but i feel like in in that room probably very good at being fake yeah where they probably were like man they just didn't get it and then he goes to the next guy's like you really got i was laughing there's, i was laughing it's no talking to you oh do you think they're shunning him I feel like they're shunning him but they're just like why no one's rushing up to you with excitement being like oh my god that was so great yeah it hurts maybe not though maybe it's maybe everyone knows how bullshit it all is anyway how did we find out he only had 10 days he, he said it part of the when he was like i only had 10 days to get ready for this it was like that is enough that is so much more than enough yeah i wonder how many jokes he had to write i would love to host the golden Globes. i think he wrote eight and stopped there and he said these are the oh eight. oh that's no, it. I don't, it wasn't even a oh. lot it was 10 minutes which... oh oh 10 minutes for 10 days on celebrities and stuff i mean i mean i could not to I'm saying I could do that because I could also, if I was stuck, I would call a friend and be like, I have this so far about this movie. What mm-hmm. do you have? And they would tag it up. Yeah. And then I would not compensate them for their services. So then you go, does he not have any friends? Or was he just like, or he did and they were bad or. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Because you have so many funny friends. Like if somebody says you have 10 days to get ready for this, like, okay, maybe you have other shows or stuff. Yeah. You have a full day leading up to every show. Like you could hire your funny friends to come sit at your house and write. You could have somebody else write. Like if you're saying the writers weren't good, why didn't you have any artistic say? Say yeah. So how much money do you think you got paid? And do you think it was worth it? I think I bet the celebration of him getting that gig. I bet he was running around the house like he just got ten thousand followers. I, I bet he was going. Huh? He was pumping his fist in the air. He was like freezing mid frame. Like he was, I bet he picked up his baby and he kissed it and he shook his wife. She's like, this is going to change everything. And then the show happened. I mean, I bet he'll have a funny bit about it. Yeah. I bet it'll be like his Chris Rock thing at the end of his awful special. Yeah. Up the slap. It was an interesting story, but um, it was interesting. It was interesting, but um. God, yeah. I wonder how much he got paid. I wonder if he's like, well, at least I got that. I would, God, that, yeah, that's. I, I feel empathy because I'm like, that's got to be a tough. Do you think it's ten grand? Do you think it's fifty grand? Do you think it's like a hundred grand? Not a hundred grand. Mm-hmm. I think though, his managers, it's got to be fifty. Okay, right? But I have no idea. What if it's I have 10? no idea either? I mean, it's got to be at least worth what one night of his shows would. Yes. get him which is probably at minimum ten thousand. let's see let's look it up let's see if anyone knows How oh i bet there's a i bet there's a subreddit dedicated to that to, i'm really making lots of spells spelling errors this is a good podcast to host would you like i would love to host like an award show didn't amy poehler and tina fey used to do it a ton together i think that, is, that i think that's good. a great pairing also i feel like every other host or set of hosts they've had have been tv and film people like even ricky gervais has tv shows this guy doesn't have a tv show okay here listen to this okay maybe this isn't true okay 
right it's his he said he said right before it happened he posted a, a thing that says it's about to go down and down it goed oh that's so sad okay okay here's some different things a 2013 Vanity Fair article reported that, according to industry sources, the pay for award show hosts generally tops out in the low six figures. What? What? With larger names like comedians who have their own late night shows likely earning more. So it does sound like it depends on how famous you are. In years past, other hosts have been revealed they sometimes paid as little as $15,000, as was the case for Jimmy Kimmel when he hosted the Oscars in 2017 and 2018. Due to the actors union sag after that is the minimum... For the event that the host must be paid, but that's not a blanket um, number across the industry. Okay, the Grammys minimum is 5000 but let's see this. Last year, comedian, this can't be true, Gerard Carmichael was paid $500,000 for hosting the 2023 Golden Globes, a figure he claimed that was much higher than typical compensation. What? How the fuck does Jimmy Kimmel, who is way more mainstreamly famous yeah. than Gerard Carmichael, get... $15,000 and Gerard Carmichael gets half a million dollars. Is it who's who puts on the Golden Globes? This doesn't make any sense. Okay, so that really didn't answer my fucking question. In fact, it left me with way more, way more questions. That how 15 okay, a decade ago, the average hosting fee for the Oscars was 15 grand to 25 grand. But then how is Gerard Carrard, how is Gerard Carmichael's half a million dollars? That doesn't make any sense. So the Golden Globes are put on by Eldridge Industries, a holding company owned by billionaire investor Todd Bowley and Dick Clark Productions. So I mean, maybe the Oscars because it is like, I, it seems like everybody should have that kind of money. Hmm. That is so. He says he said he was paid that much during his monologue. Maybe that's not true. Yeah, maybe he was lying because he said they couldn't fire him because he was the first black host they had in like fifty-seven years. So maybe he was joking, and then all these idiots just wrote articles about it. Oh. There's just no way he was paid half a million dollars. There's no way. Gerard Carmichael. Yeah, who does I mean, not sell out arenas? That, and I mean, he's uh, hilarious, and, and nothing against his work, but I'm like, right. Fucking Taylor Swift doesn't know who Gerard Carmichael is. So I just found this, so Gold Globes just got bought by this company, but they they are put on at by the Hollywood Foreign Press Association. It's all this fucking weird. Who cares? Yeah, I didn't even know it was happening. What is this? Is that what is it? TV shows? What's Golden Globes? Everything. Everything. TV and movies, not music. I guess. Whatever. Would you want to host one of those? No. You know what I would really love to host? What? Uh, like reality TV dating show. Oh, I think you'd be good at that. I would like Nikki Glazer's gig hosting F Boy Island. That like, seems fun. And Michelle Buteau voices. She hosts a which one? She hosts one of the reality dating shows, but she doesn't. I think it's her. She's not there. She just oh, she does um, the circle. Yes. Right? Yeah. Is that her? Yeah. She and I would love, and she's very funny in it. I would love that gig. That'd I would. Cool. I would rather be there though, interacting with everyone. <laughs> I would love really combines my two passions, stand up comedy and reality TV. Absolutely. I'm like, maybe I would like to be a food judge. I wouldn't give them any like real critique. I would just love to eat the food. Yeah. What would you say? Pretend you ate something that was like a piece of chocolate cake. That was really good. Mm. Keto. Keto. Great job. 
and then uh, I'd have something gross and I'd go, mm, not my favorite. It's not for me. It's not for me. I'll save the rest for later. Can I get a doggy bag? Can I get the rest to go? They, they, that, that's the theme of the show is if you get doggy bagged. It's called Doggy Bag with Katie Hughes. And then they show a dog eating your fucking food that you spent so much time in the kitchen over. I pour it in my shirt. Cadence eats it. Guys, our listeners, um, Cadence the dog is inside Katie's shirt right now. Where she loves it. She's so happy. She stopped shivering. That's great. It's been a big day for her. I'm kind of cold too. Maybe I could. Come get in here. Get in there. Everybody get my big old shirt. Maybe I could get in there a little bit. Um. So that was an exciting time. I felt like. I felt it was interesting because there's, you know, usually comedians won't like, I don't know if this is true, but people don't like talk bad about their peers on a big thing like that. But I saw a lot of people talking shit. But do you think part of that too is people, do you think there's a, like, especially in comedy, people are so competitive. Do you think people want are quick to talk bad because they're like, here's a successful person who got an opportunity and it didn't go well. So now I'm going to jump on it to make myself feel better. Yeah. Like, I guess we... I guess people were more critique, quote unquote, critiquing the jokes mm-hmm. where it's like they weren't saying he sucked at it. Yeah. But the jokes were bad. It's unfortunate. It's very unfortunate. Especially since he made $5 billion hosting. It sounds like maybe he made $15,000, which is taxes. That's going to be half of it. So he made $7,000. Oh, yeah. Plus the his manager's eight. He's down to five grand. That's no crazy. wonder he didn't try. Crazy. Yeah. When you think about it, I really... Isn't that much money for what you're doing? Well, if somebody said, okay, I'm going to pay you $10,000 to host, and you go, okay, and they go, or 20000 to write the jokes, and you're like, oh, I'll just take the hosting money. Yeah. Wouldn't, or I mean, like, or yeah, or $10,000 to host, and you don't have to write the jokes, but you can. That's scary. I would take the $20,000 to do all of it, and then if I felt like I needed help in the short amount of time, I would take half of that or however much and pay people around me to work on it. Yeah. To help me with it. Do you feel like part of it is that like so many jokes are already made on the internet that like the bones have been picked clean of the topics? Maybe because what's 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 worse? Okay, what's worse? Everyone saying you had bad jokes or everyone saying you stole your jokes from Twitter and Reddit. Yeah, exactly. Especially at the movies, like how many fucking memes about Barbie are there? And like anything you say, like, you know, there's going to be people that are like, okay, his joke up next to this meme, you know, it's like a certain point. All that's left is boobies. (laughs) I guess so. No one's tapped into the booby market. That's yet. what a unique take it was. Nobody said it because it was so bad. It didn't make any sense. It did not make any sense. Alzheimer based on a book is based on a thing that happens. On a real event. And boobies are based on a real thing that exists. On a real doll. Well, R.I.P. Joe Coy. I'm sure it'll... I mean, people are talking about him. Do you think people would talk about him more if it went well? I think if it went well, it would have just been another Golden Globes night. You don't think he would have been the toast of the town? No way. Toast I, A toast to you, Joe Coy. For $1,000, I couldn't tell you who hosted the last seven Golden Globes. Or the last the Golden Globes last year. Who hosted that? Amy and Tina? Or Ricky Gervais? Was it? Or I I guessing? I'm guessing. But next year, we will for sure remember that it was Joe Coy. That is true. We'll go, oh, this isn't as bad as Joe Coy. So maybe he did it on purpose because you know what? People are going to No, He didn't do it on purpose, but here's the bright side of what's happening. And this is what I would say to him if he was here. And I believe it. People are looking him up who didn't know who he was. 
they're watching the jokes like that's not bad like let me see his other stuff then they're watching the stuff that is funny and they're like oh that's weird and now i guess that's you only get one chance to make a first impression but with social media you could easily get online but like once your taste on somebody's already soured do you think looking at their thing you'd be like oh these jokes suck too well i think he's a man so it might be a little easier for him but no, you're right. People will be people already have an opinion. They'll just have confirmation bias and mm-hmm. find watch ten minutes and one second they don't like, and they'll be like, "Yeah, I was right." Also, but another side is like maybe the people who are watching the Golden Globe, like I would have assumed you would have watched it. So I'm like, who is watching it? I don't even have cable. Where do you watch it? What channel is it on? I don't know. I haven't watched ABC. I haven't watched an award show in years. In college, I would go to some parties sometimes, like an Academy Award party. Yeah. And they would be like, let's fill out the guests. I didn't, I don't care about any. I don't care. I like the idea of like guessing stuff. I'm never going to like set that up for me and Chris to just be like. I never see all of them anyway. No. I did watch the year though that they announced. Um, I was at a party. They announced uh, La La Land is winning best picture and it was Moonlight. And mm-hmm. that was pretty crazy. <laughs> I, I really was like, I really was like, wow, I can't believe this is happening and we're watching it. How the fuck does that even happen? I don't know. Who did that? It was an old person, right? I think so. It was. They showed it is a little confusing. That would happen. I would never want to announce for the Academy Awards. I don't remember who announced, but was were all the names in a list and like. Oh, it said like winner. I think it was. Yeah. And it said winner over one of them. But I think he just read the first one off the thing, off the card. Oh, God. Which I'm like, yeah, it should just be the name of the. I could be making that up, but it should just be the name of the person who won. My favorite Academy Award moment, though, is um, now introducing the wickedly talented Adele Dazeem. Wickedly talented. Wickedly talented. That was... Talk um, about not preparing for the job. Yeah, he was like, I couldn't see it, yada, yada. And I was like, just ask what her name... But, yo, I get it. When I'm hosting a mic, I'll run out there and I'll say something and then I'll say a name. And I'm like, that could have been a completely different name. Like, I'll feel so nervous about it. And it wasn't. So, but how does he not know who Idina Menzel is? I don't know. Scientology been keeping keeping him busy. Well, the fact that he said that first part so confidently, yeah, like he, you're yeah. like, he's going to nail this. Yeah, he, he knows she's from Wicked. He probably said that and he had no idea she was in Wicked. He was like, that's a fun word. Wicked. Talented. And then he really put some. He really put some on the name. He went Adele Dazim. He really put an accent on the fucking name. Adele Dazim. You think this is? Yeah. Good thing they didn't give him Kristen Chenoweth. It would have been over for his he, ass. He would have been like the ever so popular Christine Chobani. <laughs> Crispex Chobani. Crispex Chobani. <laughs> Chobani. Um. Christopher Wicken. <laughs> you may have seen him. He he he's not in movies that are real, but fiction. <laughs> Who's another one? Um, f- picking your favorite movies of hers is a real Sophie's choice. Myra Streppy. <laughs> Maria Straps. <laughs> Oh, that was another thing. He got, I was like, are you trying to get Meryl Streep canceled? He got Meryl Streep to do the Wakanda Forever thing, and I did not care for that. When was that? During the Academy Awards? Mm-hmm. Night, bro. Yeah, he is. He's trying to get her canceled and so she can join Scientology for like. Oh, no. Sorry, not him. Joe Coy got Meryl, Meryl Streep. 
to do that. It was very uncomfortable. Man, that's a tough position. Imagine the cameras are on you and the person's like, do it. Do you do it or do you don't do it? I don't know. And he also called, he said, my favorite blonde, and it cuts to her, and her hair is as white as the snow. And I'm like, did did you know what she looked like? This is Meryl fucking Strip. This is Meryl Strip. Meryl Strip. Meryl, Meryl Strip. Oh, Meryl Strip. Well, maybe it, based, off, based off of the Barbie joke, he's like, women hate the idea of aging, and they would never want to be referred to as having white hair. Mm-hmm. He's like, my favorite 27-year-old, big wink at the camera, blonde, Meryl Streep. Big old honkers, tight little ass, Meryl Streep. Marco Rappi, step out of the way. This one's got a, a hold in the pussy. Oh, what's it called? A hold in the pussy. What's the word when you're really tight? Like a... A grippy. Yeah, grip. She a got... gorilla grip. I was going to say, oh, I, I, wanted to, I meant to say gorilla grip, but I couldn't think of it in time. So instead I said a hold in the pussy. She's got a hold in my pussy. This one's got a gorilla grip. Meryl Streep. If I had pulled that phrase from thin air, I think that would have been too unbelievable. Gorilla grip. Gorilla, because yeah, I'm like, I don't know where you're going if with you this. If you pulled that from thin air, I would have thought, oh, Katie must have been in another all-female comedy show. Kung fu grip. Kung fu grip. The, uh, the the incredibly tight pussied Meryl Streep. Angel, devil in the sheets. Devil in the streets we have in the way. <laughs> She's a woman without a cat. Ain't hate the way. That's, that's way too close to how, how it, he's, the way he said it was so insane. You might know her from around town, but here we consider her the queen of the castle. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up. <laughs> Katie. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for Cuddy Hogs. Hogs, he would say hogs. Kathy Hogs. <laughs> give it up for Catherine Hogs. Do you think that will get me anywhere in this industry if I change my name at this late date and I just start going by Kathy Hogs? I think that's a good name. It's me, Kathy Hogs. Welcome to the stage. Kathy Hogs. And I go up there, I go. Okay, that's a good opener and closer. Yeah. I go. <laughs> I'm sucking dick and snorting picks. Baby Hughes. Um, what other celeb we want? Oh, we want to talk about our favorite celebrity of the week. Our favorite celebrity back in the media coming She's in with a roar. Bitches back. If you don't know her, you're about to know her. Ladies and gentlemen, on the podcast, her second podcast appearance, give it up for Gypsy, Gypsy Rose, Rose Blanchard. Blanchard. Alan, what's her new married name? Sweet, sweet Gypsy. I killed my mom. Everything's good now. I love Dr. Pepper and going to Kansas City. I killed my mom, but now I have two million followers on Instagram. She so. has so many more than that. It's cool, does she? She's like six and a half million or yeah, something like that. Let me double check guys, the maths. If you don't know who Gypsy Rose Blanchard is, you're missing out. I don't know even how that's possible. But I don't know uh, how you've listened to our podcast that's sporadically about true crime yeah. every once in a while. Gypsy Rose Blanchard um, is the most famous. How many followers? 
holy fuck eight point and, and she's about to have eight point three plus one hit that follow button kathy. i'm following her hit that hit that follow button all right kathy hogs kathy hogs now follows gypsy rose blanchard anderson anderson that was it i said alan um gypsy rose blanchard anderson now her married last name is i would say the world's most famous munchausen by proxy victim mm-hmm. munchausen by proxy is a psychological disorder disease whatever 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 you will where um a person makes usually a parental figure makes the person around them more often than not their child um sick they pretend that they're sick and they make them sick in doing so for attention tied to narcissism there's honestly not that many studies done on it so the the objectives and why it happens are not known but you know they'll take this child to the doctor a ton and insist something's wrong and the child will end up having a lot of medical complications. Like Gypsy almost, I'm, you know, it's amazing she's alive based off of like yeah. her teeth got taken out. She was in a wheelchair. Her head was shaved. Like the she, mom was really putting on a production. She was very infantilized. But they do this for attention, for um, money, a lot of, you know, a lot of donations and stuff like that. Charity trips. So it's, it's, it's very fucked up. But um, there's a lot of good some good podcasts out there about it but yeah not very and then there's also just munchausen which is when you make yourself sick or pretend that you're sick Mm -hmm. um she's the most famous case because spoiler alert if you don't know gypsy at uh you know i mean she's sick all her life not sick confused she ends up meeting this guy online whose name i forget they start a relationship online relationship she's very trapped in this situation with her mom and they basically make a plan to kill her for gypsy to be free which i don't see why that's illegal if i'm going to be real honest if somebody is preventing you from really being helped yeah. and is harm like to the point where like you're on death's door because your mom's feeding you motor oil so everybody thinks you have cancer or whatever i think you have to kill your captor. like if somebody kidnapped you and you killed them to get away would yeah. that not be fine i think why so so yeah so what, so i think what happened well i'll summarize this first and then i'll also where I'll where, where were the authorities i know we go where are the parents where are the authorities i mean a lot of it shouldn't have gone on that long like it's a lot of i think i mean it's probably a case that i would hope changed the medical field a little bit i hope also so. the other family too but think about it you're your fucking sister or whatever your brother has a kid that's always had cancer always been sick you mm. ever think like damn what if she was lying but at a certain point the, the mom definitely had signs of this this wasn't the first time she had done this to someone or not to herself like i guarantee you the mom probably growing up was sick or something mm-hmm. but so basically the boyfriend comes over one night gypsy they make a plan gypsy hides in the bathroom he kills her mom kills yeah he kills her mom they run away they get they post on facebook they get caught very quick he was i'm checking in from killing my girlfriend's mom checking in safe from killing her mom they literally post on facebook like the bitch is dead or something like not the smartest move but also she didn't know how anything worked um she got i think got 10 years in prison eight eight years or she might have gotten more but she got out after eight okay yeah i think she sentenced to 10 ma'am could be wrong or 15 10 or 15 she got out at eight for good behavior he is in prison for life i think see that's where they went i mean there's lots of places where things went wrong but i think if she'd killed the mom herself i feel like maybe you just get away scot-free because you pulled somebody else into it you get the meddling and the that's a professional term i think the problem is i think if she had just killed her mom when he never met this guy the story would be different but i think because if you look at her you're like she doesn't have resources she doesn't have an education like she should like you know there's no way your mom's fucking homeschooling her are you kidding me like oh 
So you're, you're teaching her what to say to the doctors. Yeah, you're like, you're like, oh, she didn't know what she was doing. This was her felt like her only way out. But then you bring in this guy from the outside who did know there were other options. I get that it can feel like that's the only option, but like, I don't know. She was the mom was sleeping and he was able to sneak in and kill her. Why couldn't he have snuck in and just took her away? Right. And ran away. So it's like when other options are presented, you, that that was not. To her, it seemed like it made sense for that scene. Like, I think he also had a criminal record. Oh, I'm sure he was probably the the bottom of the barrel. Yeah, so he definitely had a criminal. Was she underage? How old is she now? I don't remember. I don't. She might have been 18. No, I don't think she was underage. You know, on this podcast, we don't like to do the research before. We wanted to feel like you're hanging out with us. Yeah, like you so, you could look it up, but you're driving right now. Yeah. So we're doing this for you because we know you have the same. She's 32. Oh, so so how old is she? I want you to feel like you're here. Someone fart in the microphone really quick. Um, I think she was over 18, but he had a criminal record. And like, yeah, I get why it felt like this woman's so abusing my girlfriend and I'm in love with her. But it's like, then why didn't they ran away afterwards? Why didn't you just run away before? Cause she would have called 911, I bet. But it's like the police were, but she was in her twenties. So you could have run away. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Oh, she's in her twenties. Yeah. So yeah, she just got out of prison. So she was in there for eight years. So 24 and then the lady died in 2015. So that was nine years ago. So she was 23. Yeah. So yeah, you could have ran away. The mom could have called a missing persons report, but she's an adult. And we know how serious police take missing persons reports, so okay. I think she would have been fine. So the killing her was not really the only option they had, um, so that's why I think he went to prison. I'm amazed she went to prison at all, to be honest. Yeah. Because, I mean, clearly the public's view of her and many that it was, you know, self-defense. I mean, she's got, she's on the exact opposite end of the spectrum of fucking Casey Anthony for me. You know what I mean? Like Casey Anthony obviously did it, got away. And then this girl like had to do it, gets locked up. I hope she got some like services while she was inside. I She must have, right? She must have gone to therapy. She definitely had PR coaching, maybe, kind of. I don't know. She's killing it out there. Some of her Instagram captions would say otherwise. But yeah, so she got out of prison. Very cool. But, like, she is, I mean, I hope it just, I really am rooting for her. She is such an instant celebrity. Mm-hmm. I'm glad she has revenue, though. I'm glad she's making profit. She has her documentary, like, her interviews from prison. She was featured in another documentary, like, a docuseries. About she's going to have a prison. book. She'll definitely have a book. She think could sell gonna... merch in one second. Yeah. She could put, like, Gypsy Rose on a bucket hat, and people are, so they're flying off the shelves. so true. Are people still wearing the bucket hats, or is that is that gone? are but not in the not in the droves they were before. they were there were too many bucket hats for a while bucket hats or bust <laughs> bust a nut you know what i'm saying <laughs> what's the new trend right now fashion wise you know what's I, in what's out everybody's doing 2024 what's in what's out what oh her microphone i went to the mall today so i'll tell you the fashion trends are those shirts that like are a quarter of a shirt like you wear a tank top and then it like goes up here. It's like a called a a dupree. No, not that a a dipple. A dipple. Uh, people. Some people are screaming right now. It's like the like it's just sleeves. What's up, dipple lovers? Even up here. Um, so what they? Do you remember the shrug? Yes. Is it like a shrug? I believe it's like a shrug, but tight. They're not loose. They're tight. Is a shrug loose? A shrug was tight. Oh, I'm having a hard time imagining. I feel shrug. like if you think of the movie like she's all that. 
like probably half the cast was wearing a shrug where it's like you're wearing a tank top and then it's basically the arms of another shirt and the shoulder part yes that's it exactly this is so weird because i feel like but it's they call something else now because oh that's so weird because i there's bucket hats and shrugs when i was in high school yeah and now they're they just keep making the same this is exactly the item of clothing but what's it called it says shrug on here okay um, let's see. I like Dipple. Solid color hooded straw string. And some of it's attached to the outfit. Mm-hmm. I saw one at Forever 21 today. That's was... like if your boobs need a fresh of breath breath of fresh air. <laughs> it was $20. Except it's not like this. It goes across. That is different than the shrug. Yes, that's the shrug. This is what I'm talking about. It's called something. No, not that. The, mod- the modesty it's like, shrug. It's like that. Okay. See how it goes across. So like it's like if somebody if somebody started crocheting a hoodie and then they stopped like right above the boobs. Yeah, they they got tired of they it. They got tired. They're like, we don't need a whole torso. That one's forty two dollars. Not to be like forty two dollars, but I'm like, that's not even half a shirt. It's a quarter of a shirt. Yeah. But that's in what else is in? Um high waisted pants always. Mm-hmm. I think. Honestly, I might not even be the right person to ask anymore. I have no fashion. You're fashionable. I just I don't think so i think i just pick the clothes that are easily be easily marketable okay i'm pretty bad at knowing what goes together or not like i'll wear shoes with something so like you're gonna wear that with that and i'm like yeah and they're like you shouldn't that blows my mind that people would say that to someone but i guess in on the other side is like wouldn't you like somebody to say That's it to you thing. but also i don't really care how like i'll wear my i don't really care if my shoes don't look good with my outfit like i've thought about it and i'm like oh i don't i don't really care yeah like i don't there's nothing in my heart that's like oh like, I, you know, because I think when I'm out and about, I don't really look at people's shoes. No. I did see some Crocs that looked like they were... Cowboy boots? No, like like those big, like, you know how Kiss wears those huge platform heels with, like, spikes on them? Yeah. I saw Crocs that looked like that at the DMV, Crocs and I went, cool. this world. Crocs kind of cool now. The Croc store at the mall today was popping. Was it? <laughs> popping off. There's a lot of people. That's so funny. Um, I didn't even know they made Crocs with, like that much pizzazz yeah, they make cool they had ugg crocs i saw those were bad looking those look terrific how does it work mm-hmm. yeah exactly how does that work look showing you a picture would not give you any more clarity to that question hmm but um what else is in oh like cropped cropped still in cropped levi's big pants big pants I got two pairs of big pants today somebody mentioned big pants tiny shirt at work and i was like we already covered this. Yeah, we're actually done. This is like a year and a half ago. Um, but we got up topic. Gypsy oh, sorry, Rose. sorry, sorry. No, no, that that was good. So she's out, and I'm gonna read you a couple of her Instagram yes. captions. Um, okay. So first of all, she's really into the filters right now. Imagine never using a filter. Imagine never seeing a filter. Okay, here's my favorite one. Hanging out with my nephew, Noah, at Noah Anderson 775 Girls, show my boy some love. Hit his DMs, winky heart. Only the age-appropriate ones, though. He's only 15, LOL. Girl. No, <laughs> don't perpetuate the cycle of abuse. I know. Someone commented, y'all, let's hope James Charles doesn't find this one. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Here's one of the comments. To, to be honest, I met my partner when I was 16, and they were 23. We have two kids together, and I will be instilling the same faith into my kids that age is just a number. Wait, that's a comment. That is a comment. Oh, thank God. What? I mean, not thank God for th- I thought you were saying that was what Gypsy Rose was saying. I'm like, she still doesn't know how old she is. 
<laughs> she has no idea. Um, she's been shouting out everyone for like getting her highlights. We watched the trailer for she did a podcast on the Vile Files, and the Vile Files is a podcast hosted by Nick Vile, who was a Bachelor contestant. He was the Bachelor. And the the TV the podcast interviews all these reality TV show people, so I'm fucking amazed he got her. Um, and the trailer's hilarious. We watched it because she'll be like really serious, and then like the happy music will come on, and she'll be like, "If you don't get me, if you don't love me at my worst, you don't deserve me at my best." And it's like, like, and this girlfriend's wife's like, "Yes, go off, queen." And then the next section, she's like, "I was severely abused. I thought I was gonna die." What do you think is with people's obsession with her? Um, well, I feel like it's all I mean we love a campy queen. I love a I mean well, it's mostly women, I feel like. And what woman hasn't harbored feelings of resentment for her mother that only Gypsy Rose could act out for all of us? <laughs> Is that it? I mean, you think it's because everyone, it's like that trope of like Freud's like, oh, you want to fuck your dad, you mm-hmm. want to fuck your mom, but being Rose is like, you want to kill your mom. And like, well, I feel like everybody had sympathy for her. Yeah. And it's like somebody that, like, the ultimate underdog story, like, where it's like somebody who had this completely pushed on her and then had to, like, you know, maybe people go, would I have done that? Could I have done that? I think my, it me big it me vibes baby i think my biggest nervousness about her i'm also it's like i can't imagine coming out of this like the fact that she has a husband i'm like oh wow i can't imagine coming out of something like that and not having a rock mm-hmm. and at the same time i'm like god do i hope and pray that he is a normal good intentioned lovely human being yeah she said the dick is good she said that she is so funny she's very funny I mean, I mean, she's like, what do I have to lose? My reputation. <laughs> I think she's got carte blanche. Like, what could Gypsy Rose Blanchard do to get canceled? She should host the Golden Globes next year. Vote like she comes out in a MAGA hat. I feel like that would turn some folks because I feel like it's definitely like liberal and left leaning women who are into this. I don't know, like, what Republican figureheads are are popular like because they're they're probably the moms who are like. If my daughter killed me, I'd kill her right back. If my daughter killed me, no PS5 for a week. No PS. No Nintendo Switch. No Switch for a week. Uh, I love it. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad that she has a way to make money when she gets out. I feel like a lot of people probably don't have that. No. Maybe she'll, I'm sure she has like, you know, uh charities that she works she with and stuff at, she said in, the, in one of the interviews it's a what are you looking what will your life look like in the next 10 years she said they wanted to start a family mm-hmm. could you imagine could you imagine having her story and like explaining that to your kids maybe you don't tell them you have to if you don't someone else is gonna that's true could you imagine what that i think she talked about that like thinking about that having to explain why they don't have a grandma isn't that fucking crazy? Imagine yeah. And what I mean, age do you break that to them? Santa's not real and I killed your mom. <laughs> <laughs> no presents from Santa or grandma, turns out. 
going to be empty under that old tree, little baby. Do you think um, she'll make an OnlyFans? I don't think she needs to. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like she's going to, but I don't think she needs to. I don't think she will. I hope she just enjoys this, like, low, like, not low level of fame, but like internet celebrity status that, like, was earned, but like she didn't have to work for. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I hope she, she really just enjoys it and takes it easy. I hope she does too. I hope she like has lots of film in her advocacy charity. I'm sure she's too. I mean, you've been in prison that long. I'm sure you see so much fuck shit that's wrong with it. Yeah. You want to make it better. That, should, that it, should be a show is like her life in prison, but it's like fictionalized. So it's like her mm-hmm. being like a a badass gang leader and she like beats people with bars of soap okay. and give me that. I want that ramen. <laughs> Oh, Mickey Mouse is in the studio. I bet a percentage she has a reality TV show. Life beginning with Gypsy Blair. Oh, I see what you're saying. I hope not. I feel like she's above that. I feel like her could offer her her star status is. A, I mean, take the money, girl. TLC, TLC ain't gonna offer her ten million dollars. They Could got it like, like that over at TLC. Oh yeah. Are you kidding me? They have all the they have all the freak families. I would literally. I was thinking the phrase "freak families." Oh, oh fuck yes, the Duggards, pedophiles, the little folks, pedophiles. The little folks were pedophiles. No, I don't think so. But they were freaks. What happened? Not because that sounded wrong. Something happened. Any family that wants to be on TV is probably a little something. I'm thinking of the first Little People show they had, Little People Big World. Uh huh. Something happened with the wife and husband you know it's funny when i watched i used to watch when i was a kid some of the family reality shows on tlc and i just thought that husbands and wives were supposed to hate each other because all of the husbands and wives on that show that couple on little people big world they did not like each other no they didn't and john and kate plus eight hated each other they fucking they always fought and i was like oh i guess that's normal all the other ones too they were always fighting and i was like oh i guess that's just what happens when you get married it feel I mean, when I think about that, it's like obviously those two are those two are like just the worst people. Oh my god. John yeah. and Kate. But like I bet one of them was like, This is gonna be great. And the husband was probably like, Yeah, yeah, I I believe you. And then it gets in it and he's like, Fucking hate this. Or how much like I wonder how I wonder when you're in that position. You must know it's gonna completely ruin your life and be a train wreck. But I wonder you have, you know, you're about to have ten kids. And I wonder if, like, well, we have to do this for money. Oh, Isn't there like, is an element of that, yeah. You have ten. You thought you were going to have, you know, they did the embryo thing to have a kid, and then now they're having eight kids on top of their twins. You're like, oh, well. Wait, they already had two? They had two. They had a pair of twins. Greedy. And they wanted another kid. They had to go do the embryo thing. Mm. The chances of this happening were, you know, one in a goddamn million. And then all of the embryos took. They put they put like eight or ten of them. In the not going anywhere. All of them fucking took, and they had quintuplets. Quintuplets. They all octuplets. Octuplets. Wait, yeah. no, I'm thinking of Octomom. Oct- but that happened to Kate. Octomom did that on purpose. Octomom wanted that to happen, and that's why people got mad. I think the doctor got in trouble because the doctor was like, "Why would? How you- many do they put in her? Fifty? How many babies can you have? Oct- that's a good question. Octomom. <laughs> Octomom did it on purpose, Kate. John and Kate plus eight, the chances of it happening were very small. Um, so the eight were total, two being was, the twins. Was, yes, eight was total. She had um, six. She gave birth to six at the same time. Oh, my God. 
So I could see that happening. You're like, well, I had planned on having an income for a three kid household. Now it's going to be an income for a 10 person household with no hand. Like you can hand me down two of those babies. You got four full non hand me down babies. So I could understand that the reality TV show seeming a little more appealing because you're like, well, they're going to pay for this. They're going to pay for that. But God, is it? I mean, do you give up your life for them? For sure. Um, And your kids, like your kids have no off, no consent to be given but i understand that more with the financial burden yo octomom she was doing i wonder what she's doing right now i wonder how old kids but she had like no job um let's see octomom now you know what mom i liked we're so mad tan mom oh tan mom oh the woman that was addicted to tan yeah did she have a ton of kids she had some kids i mean she was a tan mom (laughs) i don't would she have been famous if she was just tan lady No, I don't think so. Okay, this is a New York Times article, but I can't read it. It says, the Octomom has proved us all wrong. <gasps> Octomom? We'll never know, though. Do you want to know a tip for how do you how do you look at um, uh, block, yeah. whatever it's called? And for our listeners, too. So if you take the URL from the page where it pops up and it goes, welcome to the New York Times, give us money. Take that URL, put it in the Google search bar. You can read the thing when you click on the link under in the search results. Shut up. I'm going to do it right now. How is that even? Why does that work? I don't know. They are going to shut us down. God, that would help me so much in college. I'm going to have a, I'm going to, there's going to be a sniper waiting for me outside my apartment when this drops. Mr. Google. Oh, wow. You're right. It literally worked. Oh, never mind. It didn't. Oh, maybe it's on desktop. We'll worry about that later. What if we spend the rest of our time uh, troubleshooting? I saw she lived in Laguna Niguel. So things must be going pretty nice. That's pretty nice. Look at her go. Dance. She has a sister. Could you imagine being pregnant for that that many people in you? How like does that happen? How can they survive? Your tummy gets so big. So she, I mean, that picture of her stomach was yeah. enormous. How do you sleep? How do you sleep? Like, but like, okay, so you have one baby. It hurts coming out. It's over. So you have these babies. Is it like you hope that you you birth the one with the biggest head first? Yeah, to make room for the make room, and the other one just shoot. Oh, you have to have a C-section. You're you're gonna prolapse. Yeah, you got. I mean, but how many could you have? Is she the most ever? Um, you know what I heard one time. What mammals? I'm already typically yeah have half the number of babies as the number of nipples they have. Uh, I'm sorry. What did you say? You mean like at once or in total? At once. So that's why most people have one child. But like. So if someone has two kids, they have four nipples? No. But typically, <laughs> like evolutionarily, <laughs> your body doesn't make more babies than you have nipples oh. typically. Oh, yeah. How the fuck does she breastfeed? Yeah. Well, she had eight titties. <laughs> Octo mom. Octo person. <laughs> Octopus. Octopus. So yeah, I think dogs usually have like three or four babies, depending on how many nipples they have. Well, that makes sense because my mom had ten babies. <laughs> She's a little puppy dog. Oh, 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 oh. Speaking of you, so, speaking, so speaking of breastfeeding, is Cadence good in there? I have to breastfeed soon, so we're gonna have to wrap this up. We got to pull out the old teats <laughs> and her teeth that taste like poop. I mean. Made of they're made of poop i don't know what they taste like i'm gonna so. pop one in my mouth when it falls out Catherine hogs <laughs> you stop that imagery kathy hogs and her dog's teeth 
Kathy Hogs and her toothy dogs. So what are your what are your uh plans entail for the rest of the the time you're here in beautiful it's California? In sunny, sunny California. Tomorrow, so my brother and his wife got married fairly recently, but they had a very small wedding because they're better than us. Um very you know how people be like, Oh, we're just having a tiny I'm like, Oh, so you think I'm you're better than me? Yeah. We're just having a small wedding. You weren't even invited. Close I was even there. I had a watch from the Uber. Just close friends and family. Oh, so you think you're better. Oh. You think you're more elegant. Um just kidding. I officiated it. So I was involved. Pastor Tamar was there. Reverend, actually. Reverend I, Tamar. I signed the marriage certificate. Reverend Tamar was pen. And then I was like, is that right? I don't know if that's right. But I think that's what they said I was when I got when I became official. But I don't know. Reverend, like you tell people at comedy clubs when they're like, what are your credits? You're like, well, first of all, the name's Reverend Tamar. Reverend to you. That would be fun if you took a whole turn and you just went like real Southern Baptist stand-up comedy. It's a reverend tomorrow. She's got the truth. Sucking dick like cocaine. You got to hold people in the back. Sucking dick like cocaine. Pretty good. Um, So because that was so small and a lot of the family couldn't come, we're having a reception tomorrow at a brewery that Katie will be at. And her boyfriend, her partner that my parents... My partner in crime. ...making jokes is not real. I mean, maybe he's not. Is that okay? They're like, tonight, they're like, is Chris coming over? I was like, I don't think so. They're like, why not? Uh, It was a funny image to me because I texted Katie and said, invite Chris. He can come hang in the room with us while we record the podcast because the image of him in the... (laughs) In the corner. In the kitchen while my family is just interrogating him. You know, they would just be like, so what do you do? Da-da-da, where you am? Da-da-da, are you living in LA? My parents are. My family is that we're talkers. We are talkers and questioners. So much so that when I would go to a family's house and they wouldn't ask me questions, I was like, oh, they must hate me. And now over time. Oh, really? At first, when I was when I started like dating people and going to their family's houses, if the parents didn't ask me questions, I'd be like, oh, they hate me. They're not interested in me. But I realized... My family is just exceptionally question oriented. It's very nice. You do feel like, you know, special. People want to know about you. Yeah. But Chris doesn't want to feel special. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, have they never met an introvert? And I was like, no, the introverts don't go out to be met. <laughs> um. So yes, and I had to ask you what the 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 clothing was because uh, Chris and I are casual dressers. Yes, it's casual. we don't have we don't have much fancy garb. It's gonna be very casual. Um, that's tomorrow, and then I don't know. I'm trying to see a friend while I'm here. I don't know after that. Just soaking in that soaking in that quality family time. I love so much. You do. I do. I love my family. No, why wouldn't you? Sorry, guys. Not very fun or dark of me. Yeah. You guys want me to be edgy? edgy. I'm gonna I'm gonna kill my mom. Yeah. I'm gonna- the next gypsy rose blanchard you told me to be gypsy rose when i'm just a widow widow baby that would be the funniest thing if that was i mean not funny because it'd be horrific but like if that was like people are like i know how i'll get internet celebrity copycat killers yeah i don't think people are but i think people are crazy enough to do it but absolutely yeah batter school i'm sorry I'm so sorry. I'd, I'd like to apologize. What the rest of us do and make viral videos about your dogs, even though you've been sh- struggling at comedy for the last decade and a half, and nobody cares about that. But the dog videos. Yeah, yeah what do you do 
what the rest of us do and uh and and, and not dust your bathroom ever don't even own a duster don't even own it i thought we were both saying things about ourselves <laughs> i thought you're gonna give us tips and tricks for social media you're not even you, you think you're struggling no one would describe you as a struggling comedian hey i'm hoping soon nobody describes me as a comedian katie you i got a big nine thousand dollar check coming in the mail <laughs> you're hosting the golden globe yep <laughs> that would that maybe that's what he want. he had my price range and then he's not gonna do comedy anymore you can quit quit whenever i want what would you do though like what would you do when you Oh, that was one thing I was thinking on the car and I was like, I don't know if this is too sad of a topic, but I was going to ask you to- Hasn't stopped us before. Not. I was going to ask you to give me um, new hobbies that I might like. Instead of comedy or in addition to? I don't got time. I don't I even have time to do those, so. um, Maybe like yoga or pure bar. Okay. Like active. Pure bar is fun. It's fun. It feels good. It's not too hard. Um, That's fun. I want to take a pottery class. Ooh. I was, I've been really, I've wanted to take a pottery class for years. That sounds fun. Do it. Volunteering at like an animal shelter or something. Volunteering in general is a good hobby. Yeah. With kids. That's animals. I knew you were going to say that. And I was waiting. That's why I paused because I was waiting for you to reject what I had said. No, you're going to have to pay me to look at children. <laughs> Which is why I, I log. Um, what else? Do you paint? Yeah, you're a visual artist. Painting or drawing. I like to draw. I need to get back into drawing. Drawing. Um... What about dance, like dancing that Cody does? I've gone. I've gone. I, I'm not good at it. There's far too much spinning. Because I was going to say, it seems out of character for you, but it also seemed out of character for Cody. It seems like the least Codyistic thing. <laughs> to see Cody in the middle of a room and dancing them, spinning them. Cody is Katie's brother, who I would also say, I would also describe as an introvert. Yeah. And what dance does he do? What's it called? It's called contra dancing, and it's like, fancy square dancing that's cool yeah you spin you yeah how do you even get into that maybe you would like it if you picked it maybe roller skating i've done it a couple t uh, my bones are too brittle i'm also scared about roller skating but i wish i knew how to do it so bad there was one time where i went i think i went to like a dick sporting goods and i put on some roller skates and tried to scuffle around the carpet and i went uh. if i could wish for one skill and not out of anything literally i wish i could roller skate well it looks so much fun it does look cool um, but Cody, when he was in Chicago, I think some of his friends did it. And so he got into it. And then Caleb also, my other brother, got into it. So they're both just these the dancers hell? and what, good at it. What is your other brother, Caleb, who I not only have never met, have never seen a photo of? I've never seen like a photo Chris. of. <laughs> not, <laughs> none like of these Chris. No, no. I was going to say none of the people I used oh. to say are real. I've met Chris. I've met Chris multiple times. This Caleb, never seen him, never met him. I have been to Katie's parents' house. Did Caleb not come to the underwear comedy party show? No, I don't know. If he didn't, I didn't see him. Maybe he was too thrown off. I don't know. Caleb's very tall, very thin. He looks a lot like my, my, my dad. Uh, what are his hobbies? Contra dancing, <laughs> vegan cuisine, oh, yeah. um, hanging with his friends. He loves to exercise and run. Okay. Maybe be into running. Yeah. That'd be fun if we tried to run together. Let's let's go for a run. Let's bring Cadence. My brother got into running. He's like a big runner now. And yeah. He, he never ran. No, he's training for a marathon. But he runs like a crazy person. Like oh, he runs a lot. It's a slippery slope. He runs a lot. That's what happens when you don't drink or do drugs or anything. Like you do get addicted to other things. Yeah. He loves running. Maybe I can get into some sort of physical activity in the new year. Get a class pass. 
do some yoga. You can do yoga, yoga with Adrian at home is nice. And there's videos are very she's this YouTuber, great, very nice, very good vibes. And she has she but her yoga videos get oddly specific. It'll be like yoga for that time when you wanted to wear the sweater and then when you took it out you realized there was a stain on it sounds like some of the meme pages i watch like that yoga for grief yoga for having the best day ever yoga for when you have you were playing with your hair too much and you have split ends and you're nervous you have alopecia so you're gonna have to make an appointment with your dermatologist no arms and this is all on youtube yeah yeah nice she's great one time i bought the um there was a time when I first moved to Atlanta, I bought some um, exercise tapes. One was called Size, like the end of the word exercise. Uh-oh. It was a lot of dancing, and it was pretty embarrassing to do. <laughs> yeah, but then I also tried to do Jillian Michaels Extreme Yoga, oh and I fucking threw my back out so bad. What the fuck is Extreme Yoga? It's like yoga poses, but like repetitiously. <laughs> it's called Yoga. Yeah, Jillian Michaels Extreme Yoga. Where is Jillian Michaels? Well, first of all, you, you gotta not do workout because any video that's a workout video is gonna be old, you know? Get on YouTube for the... Re- There's this Pilates girl I follow I really like. She's, like, very chill and, like, it's their short videos and they're good. Maybe you'd like Pilates. It's fun. You get to be on a machine and, like, bounce around. Oh! The machine things are fun. Like a machine. We have a gym at my apartment complex that I've used exactly one time. <laughs> Sorry, I'm so happy at Extreme Yoga. Bro, where is Jillian Michaels? I don't know. Out there, get putting people in traction because it fucking killed my back. Yeah, that's that's yoga should be restorative. It's like downward dog into warrior pose, and then it was just like, was like really fast. It was very fast. That's funny because fast that's not yoga. Even, that's not even building muscle. I feel like those poses. Like, what are you doing? Just moving quick. Yeah, snap those muscles. <laughs> snap them in half. Torque that tendon. <laughs> yeah, I took a. I took a bar class somewhere and I was leaving. They're like, hey, we're giving away all these workout videos. Do you want one? And I was like, no, thank you. And she's like, come on. What about this one? And I was like, I'm good. She's like, how about that? I was like, um, I don't have a DVD player. Uh-huh. And she was like, can you put it on your laptop? And I was like, I was like, I'm going to be honest with you, miss. I'm just going to go on YouTube to find workout classes. I don't need a fucking DVD. Miss, I'm going to stop you right there. It's like, you're good. barking up the wrong tree. I think you're getting rid of these because no one's going to buy them. You can get every workout you want for free online. Yeah. You can get everything you want online for free. Hopefully. Hopefully. All right. And I'll stand there with the wizard. Sorry, guys. We had a quick cameo from the wickedly talented. Tamir Rabin. Tamir Rabin. Um, what hobby should I start? I think you should start some sort of uh, knitting. I used to knit. You used to knit? I loved knitting. I crocheted for a while. It's really relaxing. It is. Made some hats that look terrible. I made some scarves. I just am not going to, I don't really wear smoke. Yeah. It was fun to, I mean, it's nice to have something to do with your hands. Exactly. Oh, good. Sorry, I yawned right in the microphone. I'm just hungry is all. I'm sorry. We're about to close it up. No apology. This is so much fun. It is fun. Um... I just feel like with my work, I still I'm still very busy at work. Yeah, which is new for me. Um, it is new for Katie. So I just have to figure out like that, and I I shudder to use the phrase work life balance. Wow, damn girl, I shudder. damn girl. It's but it's really work work balance doing comedy. Yeah, how do I do work work balance? I don't need a life. Well, does comedy fulfill you though? When I do it, yeah. But then the all the other parts really. 
Mm-hmm. Well, you've got some good things coming though, comedy wise. Yeah. If anybody's in LA, come out to El Segundo, January twenty sixth. We're gonna be doing a little show with Cheech and Chong. It's gonna be fun. The first of many. First of many. That's very cool. Yeah, it'll be good. It's the only show I have this month, so it's either gonna be great because sometimes I don't do comedy for a while. Got a lot of energy for it, or I won't know my jokes. And either way, <laughs> isn't it the friends we made along the time? You want to run it before the show, or do you not really care? I don't care. <laughs> I'm gonna do the jokes. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be great. Yeah, it's fine. It's gonna be great. It's, it's be great. Be a very electric energy, and I think you'll want to do well in front of all of your coworkers. So you'll you'll have that energy. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just gonna do some classic bits. Just classic bits, classics. I'm high as giraffe pussy right now. I'm high as giraffe pussy right now. What was the other one I said? Um. Oh, oh bubbles. Blow oh, I blew in. bubbles. Oh, people are gonna love that one. People are gonna love I blew bubbles. Are you kidding me? They're high. Oh. Oh. Oh, they're gonna think I made it up. Oh. It would be so funny if I just watched Cheech and Chong's old stand up and I just did their bits. I bet they would just laugh and be like, "God, she's good." Yeah, like where'd she write? When she have all the time to write this? She's think they're old. Yeah. Um, can I plug some stuff? Plug. All right, guys. I'm. Oh hell yeah! I'm running some. I'm running my long headlining set, and I really need people in the audience for it. everyone. Okay, anyone who is giving me a chance to run thirty to forty minutes of stand up comedy, I'm so grateful. They've all been very fun. The most people I have ran it for has been um. I would say twenty people close to 20 mm-hmm. so um i'm very very hopeful and hoping that it's i can run it for a a larger room of people so if you are in any of these places to do trying to find the list of them i had a list skeeter's of- watering hole in zelanaga georgia <laughs> skeeter's water <laughs> okay on the 20th closing out don't tell charleston in charleston nice um so go on the website and if you have questions about how to get tickets message me for any of these the 25th i'm going to be headlining um in athens georgia any athens listening hell yeah in onward reserve um i think it's like a brewery or something or a distillery onward reserve and then the 16th of of not of the next month not this month next month I'm going to be headlining in Huntsville, Alabama at Old Town Beer Exchange. Ooh. And AJ Cagle will be featuring for me. So come to that um, if you're in Huntsville. Then on the 18th next month, I'll be in Raleigh, North Carolina. Um, I forget the name of the place, I'm, but just message me or check my Instagram. And then the 24th next month, I'll be back in Athens at Church Bar there headlining. And then that's, I think that's as far, as far advanced as I'll go. Anything that's exciting. That's a lot of shows. It's a lot of shows. Um, so please, please come out. It'll be very helpful for me. Yes. Thank you. And support the arts. Support the arts and support the farts. <laughs> and don't forget to come to my album recording. Really, guys, if you have ever liked, liked me or Katie, put this in your calendar right now, please. March 22nd. March 22nd. Put that in your calendar. I'm going to drop tickets probably a month out it feels a little overzealous to drop them right now um but you want to build the 
the intrigue. Yeah, I don't want to drop it now and then have, you know, no one buy the tickets. Yeah, uh, that sounds stressful. That sounds, I'll keep checking it. Like, why is it on my name? They're like, I've never bought anything two months in advance and this is a concert. Um, so just put that in your calendar, March 22nd. Please come out to this recording. It would mean an awful lot to me. It's at the Drunken Unicorn? It's at the Drunken Unicorn, attached to MJQ in Atlanta, Georgia. Get some get some delicious food over at the local. Head oh. on head on next door. It's a perfect night. It's a perfect night. It's a perfect date night. Have some laughs. Have some loves. Uh, laughs just yeah. live again, you know? Laughs, gaffs, and automobiles. <laughs> what I Fart, sharts, and support in the arts. <laughs> I think yours was better. Yours was like mine, but better. Mm, we already used farts and arts. All right. Our little uh, mother killers. That's a new one. Instead of motherfuckers, mother killers. <laughs> um freaks thank you for listening thank you so much for listening a reunion episode um follow us where you get all your podcasts please comment like subscribe we might post i think some questions Let's i think i think questions. we're due for some questions so i think so i'll post the link this week guys ask us some questions we'll answer your questions here on the podcast and definitely write a review we're still at like 25 for like a year yeah, you so. guys really stopped you started and we loved how you started and then you stopped yeah shout out to matt tyler we had a uh, five <laughs> we had five stars matt tyler accidentally rated us one star but then the review was like love this podcast yeah so much <laughs> one star so that was really bringing down our um review but then i messaged him and he went and changed it so full five you're listening to a five-star podcast and you can be part of that that rating system if you just type in anything love it love it love it love these gals wish wish they were my munchausen's by proxy i'd like to munch on their proxy (laughs) god damn it all right bye bye what you say what that mean i don't know